Mike is great. Mike is great. All right, cool. Are you Disney trying something new or what? What's up? You trying something new? Trying to do what now? So you're trying something new. Oh, no. Actually, uh, <laughs> the other day while I was cleaning, I accidentally stepped on these. And uh, so I didn't know if there was any damage. There's Actually, there's one of the ears I can't hear out of, but I just wanted to make sure the uh, the mic was good. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Sweet. How you been, man? Sure. Um, been good. Been good. Just you know, now now I got a lot of, a lot of free time since I finished uh, that summer semester. You know, so I know it's probably that's rough for me there. I'm sure you were busy. You said you got you know you're still working that second job, right? Yeah, I'm still doing that thing, man. Um, but honestly, uh, I'm just working there uh, now. Mostly, they have me working there Wednesday, Thursday in the morning. <laughs> And Sunday is the only night that I work. So um, if we're doing this thing at night, you know, I'll be I'll be pretty flexible. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know it's pretty little little rough there because I had to. I'd have like homework assignments due like mm-hmm. I don't know, like two of them, two of them a week, and then a test a week, and then I have to write. I mean, those only Spanish, but I have to write like a, a, a essay, an essay in Spanish, and it's like, man, come on, like. <laughs> I don't even know this. Right. You asked me to write a 250 uh, word essay. It's like you know, thank God for uh, thank God for that translator I have on my phone. Word, word. Save me right there, but yeah. Um, but shit, I mean, that's, man, it's been a while, right? When did we get on last? Like we got on like a month ago, right? Yeah, I think so, man. Honestly. Um, been a while, but um, I guess, yeah, so here we go. Here we go. And uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, for tuning in this time for another episode of uh, The Commission Co. I am part of your host, The Commission. No okay. And uh, joining, joining me, uh, joining me again as usual, uh, Drew. Back. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? It's been a little bit. Uh, hold on one second. Are you good? Daddy called. Daddy duty. Here. Here. Put this in the baby, please. Thank you. Sorry, I had to, I had to get some carrots for my daughter. No, um, what? No, nothing. I had to get some carrots for my baby sister. Can you close the door a little bit, babe? Yeah. Just a little bit. Um. So, yeah, we're back. We're back. Um. We are uh, literally, what, 30, 31, 32, 33 days away from the draft? It's close. It's close, man. 
Crunch time, crunch time is upon us. Football season right around the corner. Uh, I know many camps are starting to are going to start happening here in the next week or so for NFL teams. Uh, so I know right now it's been like a little dry time. There's not not been much news to go around. Um, but we're going to start seeing a lot of position battles from these teams, from wide receivers to running backs to, you know, defensive players, quarterbacks. You know, everybody's trying to get there to trying to get their spot. You know, mm-hmm. trying to get, you know trying to get back to normal. You know, back to the way it was before 2020 with these teams and these uh, athletes. Um, so yeah, we're gonna start seeing a lot more of that. Um, have you been looking into anything, or are you just like kind of just like? Kind of uh, I think anything. I think anything big that you know kind of comes up, uh, I'll see it. But uh, yeah, the, the sports, the sports has been kind of like you know escaping me. Uh, I've been a little bit on MMA, but I've been looking at you know Dak, and I've been looking at the Cowboys, just to kind of interested to see what unfolds on there, and uh, also like with Packers and Rogers, you know that type of thing. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Cowboys, they're going to be on Hard Knocks. That they agreed to uh, do really? that. Really? Yeah. So I, honestly, I didn't even. I was wondering if they were still doing those. Well, I mean, because well, last year, you know, of course they weren't going to do it, you know, with all with everything going on. Yeah. Uh, but so since this year things are going back to, you know, as close to what normal was before, um, you know, they're going to be out there on the field. But I always thought with Hard Knocks, it was like it was always reserved for those teams who were going to be really, really, really bad. No. Is that why that has that name? I don't know. I don't know. I think hard knocks because I mean, goddamn, it's football, football training camp. I mean, man, that shit is going to be hard knocks. Like you're going to get your ass kicked every day. But I just I always saw like you know those teams are just like really bad that year that always ended up on um, on hard knocks. I mean, hopefully, hopefully that changes. I mean, I think what the Rams are on it about. Oh no, never mind. That's what they were bad. This <laughs> uh, Jeff Fisher as their coach. Um. So yeah, I mean, so and it's you know it's it's you know, good. It's good that we're getting back to normal with these players and these teams because I know I, I mentioned it last week. Um, I kind of vaguely spoke on it, but you know these 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 athletes, you know, they're like machines. Yeah, you know they're used to a certain schedule year round. You know, keep their bodies up. You know, as far as when it comes to like you know working out. Uh, Eating, their eating habits. You know, they're used to eating a certain way, which reflects on how they work out for the, you know, that week, that day, that month. And last year, you saw where, you know, these athletes who were used to June, July, August, working out a certain way, they couldn't do it. You know, it just wasn't going to happen. And yes. you saw these, you kind of saw these bogus uh, injuries, like you know, you know, I you know I brought up Christian McCaffrey last week. You've never heard of him getting injured like that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dak, you know, Dak missed one game his whole NFL career, which is not hasn't been that long, but still, you know. And then, of course, you know, they're not training like they're like they're used to with their teams. And then, of course, you get these crazy friggin' uh, injuries. Um, Julio, Julio was another one. He really wasn't that hurt much, hurt that much prior to last year, and he ended up missing like seven, eight games, you know, and. Uh, Especially, you know, these uh, veterans, you know, they're, you know, they're used to doing it a certain way. And when they're not doing it a certain way, your body is not going to respond the same way 
Um, so hopefully, like I said, this is good. This is good for them. Get back into the into the thick of it all, you know. Um, back to normal, back to the yeah weekly programs. Yep, we get yeah, their, their weekly programs, daily, monthly, all you know everything, everything that all that entails, and so, and which we saw last year um, how it affected teams overall. I mean, I, I know I said it. I said it last week too. I'll say it again this week, but it's because I got somebody else on here, you know, to speak with me about this. But um, these teams, you know, was there really a road game last year? Say again. I said, was there really a road game? Uh, like where they had to, like where they had to go into, like let's say, uh, I don't know. Broncos had to go into Kansas City Chiefs, which is one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL. Like, loud. The decibel level is just crazy. But you think Denver was really worried last year going into KC when there's a thousand people in there? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Because I was like, well, they yeah, they did do real games. But I see what you're saying as far as, like, the effects from mm-hmm. playing in somebody else's stadium. Yeah, man. I mean, you know uh, I feel like maybe there was like some lingering, maybe at the start there was like some lingering feelings of like, okay, we're entering in another person, another team's territory. So, but I think maybe after like, you know, the first couple weeks, people were like, you know, damn, this is actually pretty cool. I mean, I remember one of the pitchers and for the Astros, uh, Granky, he was actually saying that he liked it more. He liked playing more without fans in the stadium. So, um, honestly, yeah, I see what you're saying. If anything, I felt like it made players more comfortable for sure in uh, a way uh, other people's stadiums. You know, and, and I'm sure there's, you know, let's say we had gone to a game. You could have, you could have probably been sitting on one end. I could have been sitting on the other end. And I probably could have been yelling at you across the field and you could have heard every word I was saying, you know? Yeah, that we, is true. We could have had a conversation because I know a lot of these teams are like, <laughs> you know, they were able to audible three, four, five times out of a play if they didn't like what the defense was showing them. You know, normally if you go into a hostile environment, you're not going to be able to hear yourself. You're going to be calling a timeout numerous times because you can't, your players, you know, the other players can't hear what you're audible and out of or into. Um, I mean, hell, they could have, they, they all could have been having conversations, you know, and I'm sure there are some colorful conversations that uh, Fox and uh, NBC and, you know, CBS, they all had to like, you know, of course, edit out, but, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're, you know, you could probably hear the defensive lineman talking about the quarterback's mother and what he was going to do to her and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And, you know, so, you know, it clear as day. So I think that also... That affected um, the points. That affected the players because I know this uh, last year's uh, stat that I looked up last year was a, was a, was a record as far as like uh, points scored by NFL teams. Um, and so you know these defenses defenses no time to prepare really because they're just going get, they were getting thrown into the game with they weren't comfortable running playing around each other, comfortable with the play calls, comfortable with their their audibles. Um, and def- the offenses were just eating them up. Yeah. You know, right from the get-go. Yeah, so, so I, mean, I can see how that makes it a lot different. You know, that, that noise really does play a role. 
definitely. You know, you got third and two, third and three. You know, you got these the road team trying to get that first down, and you know, shit, that they, they weren't even worried about it last year. So that you know, hopefully that you know, getting these crowds back in. I think I think every stadium has agreed to have their the crowds uh, be at max capacity. They haven't. No, they have. I think they have. Oh, they have. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think there's one or two that were opening up last month, but then by August they were going to be able to open up at a max capacity. Um, no, we don't. We don't have that problem down here in Texas, of course. You know because, you know, Jerry Jones and all of them here in Texas are like, hell, shit, we're gonna. Yeah. You know, we're not having up. not having football in Texas. That's unheard of. So, um, like I said, we'll. I think we'll see more of going back to the norm. Um. You know, running backs were a big disappointment last year. Um, <laughs> even though we know we still had our top five, 10, 15, 20, whatever. You know, you still had your breakouts, some breakouts. It wasn't what was usually expected out of the year. <laughs> no, you're right, man. I mean, honestly, the, um, the staff kind of showed it. You know, the staff, I mean, injuries, hell. I mean, Austin Eckler, you know, he was hurt for a majority of the year last year, right? Uh-huh. I remember that one. That was tough. Yeah, I mean, it, I know I, I had just traded for McCaffrey, and that fucker got hurt. I was like, God, man, that's fuck. Like, that one hurt me bad, you know. Um, but today we're going to go ahead and get into uh, top 15 running backs for 2020, top 15 wide receivers 2020. Um, go ahead and, you know, just you know, give our opinions and see if we actually think they are going <laughs> to finish inside the top 10 for this year. Which some might, and some will, you know, be dead giveaways. That of course they're gonna, but you know, we'll wait and see. But uh, you said you had you had the list of running backs ready. Yeah, I got a list of running backs, a little bit of notes on them, and uh, I have their overall fantasy points like uh, for the whole year last year. Kind of give like a little bit of a of an indication okay. on how they did did not. How do you want to start? You want to start with uh, you want to start at the beginning the. Uh, one at, at number one, you're gonna start at the end at number 15, or how do you want to do it? Well, I'll probably start like from number one, and then you know, I feel like as we get down more, it'll like the time that we talk about each one is kind of condensed because, yeah, once we get like once we get past number like number 10, it, it's kind of like you know, not too much to say about them. <clears throat> but uh, let's see, let's see. Well, shoot, who do you? <laughs> I'll ask you, who do you think the, the top performing running back last year was? Top performing running back last year? Yeah, as far as uh, because of his week uh I'll say because of his week sixteen performance, uh, Alvin Kamara. It's close. It's actually he's actually number two. Uh first one is Derrick Henry. Um Okay. Alva, uh, Der- Derrick Henry had he finished the year off with 314 fantasy points, and uh, Kamara he's like right there trailing. He was at 294. Are you looking at uh, <coughs> are you looking at standard or PPR or? Uh, it was on uh, Fantasy Pros, so it might be, yeah, it might be a little bit different than uh, I didn't check what what they were. I think you're I think you're looking at probably standard. Because I'm, I'm. Oh, okay. So you mean so the order might be a little bit different. Yeah, because well, because remember, remember, standard doesn't count. It's not going to count that point per reception. 
Oh, okay, so targets and all that. All right, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and uh, standard, I mean, standard's just going to be pretty much, yeah, it's going to count the yards of catches and the TDs, so it's going to be more about the yards. But uh, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're looking at. Um, okay, hold on, hold on. It's, uh, you want to do PPR, you said? Yeah, PPR. Okay, yeah. I can, I can, it, it, it lets me set it to that. Okay, all right. So, number one, yes, you're right, Alvin Kamara, whenever we switch it to PPR. Okay. Um, he finished with 377 points overall, uh, played 15 games. So, it's like kind of like, you know, around 25 uh, on average. And that's pretty good. I mean, if my running back is getting 25 points, I'm pretty stoked. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, shoot, it's kind of weird, man, because – the. I, that Saints offense, there's like so many question marks on it for this year. So, um, but I guess this this is Alvin Kamara we're talking about. So, I mean, it's not like he's not going to get included in there. But still, you know, you could you don't know how they're going to want to use him. Like, um, so I don't know. I'm a little bit unsure on if he's going to get like have more performance or less performance as far as, like, targets and all that. But, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure we can be sure he's going to be, like, at the top, uh, kind of like he he was last year. But, um, yep. but yeah. In my, in my opinion, he'll be he'll be top five. I mean, I, I know they lost Drew Brees, which, you know, that was, like, Drew Brees' like, go-to. Yeah. But, I mean, who did they really acquire in the offseason? There's yeah, really, you know it's really the same team except they haven't. Yeah, they haven't decided on their quarterback yet. Which, in my opinion, I think they're going to go with James Winston. You know so. that's crazy. That's a crazy thought because, um, yeah, because I had uh, I heard rumors at first that they were going to just go with Taysom Hill, and I'm like, Jesus! I was like, you're telling me that James Winston still can't get the starting position? Like, wow! But yeah, now I am hearing that you know they're going with James. Um, I mean, he, he has been a starter, dude. Like, I, even though he's Mr. 30 for 30, I mean, he does have, ex- <laughs> he does have experience being a starting quarterback. So, I mean, and, you know, he said, he said he got his eyes fixed. All right. You know, LASIK surgery, I guess that's cool. I mean, and then sometimes, sometimes it just, it takes, it takes you getting out of a certain situation, get put in another situation but not in not with the same, I guess, comfortability. If that's uh, <laughs> you, like, like not being, you know, not knowing if you're gonna start or not versus in the last in the last uh, situation yeah. he was at or last team he was at, he was the starter, clear starter. There was nobody else that was gonna probably play, but him. So this, you know, it kind of makes you work harder. It kind of makes you, it makes you want to fix those um, mistakes that you used to make. You know, kind of take that that much more seriously. That hey, you, they you they don't have to start you. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, I think there was like yeah, especially whenever like that whole thing was going on with like Eagles and stuff like that, um, and then like them deciding to start Jalen Hurts and you know that the whole thing. Um, yeah, you know, it kind of showed people that teams are the coaches. They're really trying to win, man. Like. If they think that they can get like a better arrangement with something else, and maybe that might have to mean 
one of their big names gets, you know, maybe a little bit less work or maybe benched. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I mean, you know, okay. NFL, other thing, other thing NFL stands for is uh, not for long, you know. So if you're not winning, you're not going to be there for that much longer, you know. You got you know, you yeah. to figure, you gotta figure this, this crap out and figure it out fast or else you're not going to be yeah, there. They're about winners, man. You got to be a winner. Yep, definitely. <laughs> okay, I'm a Camaro. I'm a Camaro. I'm cool, cool. I'm saying, I'm saying he's, still, he's top five, you know, regardless. So, yeah, um, I think that we can be pretty confident with that one. Um, all right, all right. What's so, got next? Got number two uh, coming in at 337 overall points. We got that boy D. Cook. That Dalvin was... Cook. Um, I mean, I, I honestly. He's like a he's a force. I feel like maybe sometimes people forget about him, but he's definitely like top three in my mind. Um, but sometimes maybe the injuries. Sometimes maybe the injuries can worry me. But um, he played fourteen. He played one less game than Kamara. You know, he played fourteen, so just missed out on two games. I mean, none too crazy. Uh, I think that honestly, I don't see anything really changing like uh i think they liked what he how he performed on the vikings last year and i think they're like hey you know don't reinvent the wheel probably just going to kind of keep it similar yeah they, not, nothing has changed out there it's still same quarterback you know still the same two wide receivers which was jefferson and uh adam uh Oh God! What's his name? I forgot his name. Um, what that? The the, the other receiver. Uh, he was on my team last year too. Thielen. Yeah, about Thielen. Um, this other <laughs> they did change their offensive coordinator, but and the offensive coordinator for the past two or three years had been um um. God, man, why is my mind, why am I going blank right now? Um, he was a coach of the Texans. He used to be the coach of the Texans. Um. Damn, me too. I'm going. You're thinking of, Gary, you're trying to think of who? Gary Kubiak. There we go. Oh, shoot. I wouldn't have not got that one. Gary Kubiak, well, now he retired, but his son, they named his son the offensive coordinator. So, whatever. Oh, okay. I, I can't think of his first name. So, I don't know. Maybe they're thinking that that's probably, they're going to get some of the same, like what Gary Kubiak offered. Yeah. Um, and I know the big deal with, uh, with Cook, first two years, injuries, man. Man. Injuries because I know I had him his rookie year. I had him got towards ACL in the fourth game. Um, second year, he hurt his shoulder or his knee wasn't up all the way, so he was recovering from the knee injury. So his shoulder, he had to hurt his shoulder. And so I'll tell you, I mean, I'll tell you, I was not a believer in him last year. At I was like, he's gonna get hurt, he's gonna get hurt, he's gonna get hurt again. I mean, he did get hurt. But he didn't miss. But what? Like you said, what? Three games, right? Or just two? Two? And um, yeah. I mean, the guy. The, the guy's a talented runner. He, you know, he ran hard. Um, Barn, if he no, Barn, if he can miss injury this year, if he could play a full, a full slate of games, which is of course for us in fantasy would be seventeen games. Um. Or not even seventeen, but seventeen is with the playoffs. Um, and for the NFL, it's eighteen or the eighteen-week season, but it's still seventeen games. So whatever. Um, 
I mean, he's yeah, he's going to be up there again. You know, he's going to be top five. Um, he has no competition, really. Yeah, D. Cook, man. Yeah, I agree. If he can, maybe, maybe NFL is going to start implementing the uh, load management. Maybe they can, you know, have him off a couple weeks. So they think that I don't know, but uh, no, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I know, I know, I know you hate that. I know you hate the idea of that. God, dude. I mean, dude. I mean, could you imagine paying all that money for a ticket? Just to get to the NFL game, you want to see whoever it is, and they're like, "Oh no, he's not paying. He's not going to play because they're uh, they're you know he's on his load man. They're what you're managing his load or whatever." I'm like, "What? I'm like, hold you're the fuck to, on! You're supposed to be a fan of the team, bro. Nah, bro. You want if you're gonna go see the friggin' Lakers, you're gonna you want to see LeBron James. <laughs> I'm sorry, you want to see LeBron. You're gonna go see the Nets. You want to see KD. You know, you want to see the uh, yeah. I can't even think of anybody with San Antonio Spurs because it's so shitty. But you know, else, no, you go to State Warriors. You want to go, you know, you're gonna you want to go see Curry. You don't want to go see fucking what's his name? Uh old boy. Um there are on the Warriors? Yeah, the forward. What's his name? Uh he has a mouth on him. He what? He has a mouth on him. He's oh he always has something to say. Oh uh dude, ah uh green, Draymond. Yeah, you don't want to. You're not paying to go see Draymond Green. You're paying to go see Curry. You know what I, I mean? thought people like Draymond. Well, yeah, I mean they, they probably like him, but they're not going to pay top dollar to go see him in an NBA game. You know, like come on. Oh no, Draymond, get this boy over here. Oh yeah. man, like, you know, but I mean, so they better not. I don't, I don't think they would either. Um, you know, these guys, these guys are built of something different than all these other uh, athletes. Yeah. So this and this is what they want to do. This is what they've been this is what they know to do, you know. So this is it, it's down. And they um, do play and they do play once a week, so it's like come on. Yeah. Like Yeah. Exactly. So <coughs> I don't I don't see anything changing for Cook. Um probably he's you know, if he's barring it, he'll he'll still be top top five in my book. I agree. I agree. But all right, all right. Okay. Who's next on the list? Who's next? Uh, now, now we got that boy Henry. Um, he he Uh-oh. was just four four points shy, as far as PPR goes, of uh, of beating there with Dalvin Cook. Um, he played all 16, 16 games though, which I mean, that's what I what I really liked about Derrick Henry was he was just so consistent. Like it's almost like he does so good. And, you know, you want to compare him to other people's performances. Like, okay, he's doing good, but where's that dip going to come? And his dips are more like a mid-baseline, like upper upper 20s probably. And then he'll have those games where he gets like 30, 25. So it might, like, honestly, out of uh, out of all the running backs that we just mentioned, mentioned I would take Henry over them. Uh, over Cook and Kamara, just like kind of for that reason. Um, but yeah, same thing with him, man. I mean, what if it ain't broke, don't fix it, don't reinvent the wheel. You got so much great production from this guy last year. I don't think that they're gonna. And honestly, they and they have the uh, uh, who is it, AJ Brown, and then I they got that other guy as far as wide receiver. Well, they did get that other guy. They got that boy Julio. 
Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Damn it. So yeah. So like that even more is going to be hard for defenses to like spread. Right. You know what I mean? And shoo, boy, I think honestly, arguably we could even say that his production is going to go up. Um, Cause I mean, I know, Hey, we want to think that Julio, he's going to take a bunch of targets and I think he will get some really good looks. This is a little bit older of Julio, you know, and I don't think they're going to go hardcore on his workload. Not whenever you got Henry on the team. Well, they did. They did lose their offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith, um, who is now the head coach of the Falcons. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So he was pretty much that mastermind of running the 12 man set, doing the double tight end. Um, and, you know, what they what they used to say about Derrick Henry, because he is. He's played in the NFL for five years. Right. So it's going to be a sixth year. What they used to say about him after year two, because he couldn't – they always had a running back ahead of him. DeMarco Murray was there for a few years. Um, they used to say if Derrick Henry cannot get over 13 touches, he's not going to perform like he should. And so by year number three, they started giving him over 13 touches, and that's where he really exploded onto the scene. Now they say after uh, after two years of running that hard, you know your production tends to go down, um, and you know you your body's going to have that wear and tear. But I mean, this guy's built different, you know. Like he's the guy is just like a this guy. I, mean, I wouldn't even call him a beast. He's a freaking monster, man. He's like a specimen, dude. Like a genetic creep. No. Um, so. so. I think I know, and I don't want to say it's gonna. I mean, it's it's so it's so cliche, so easy to say that it's gonna be. Keep it down, keep it down, there, sister. It's gonna. It's so it's so easy to say that. Oh, his production is gonna go up because now it's gonna be easier for them to for him to run since they have Julio. But I mean, Julio is gonna command his targets. So is AJ Brown when he comes back. I, man, I just, I don't, I don't see him. I don't see them needing to rely on him like they have had to the last two years. Well, that's but true. A and, good thing uh, for him, but not for fantasy. Uh, okay. I'll agree. I'll agree. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think, yeah, it'll, it's going to count on, uh, <clears throat> but see, also, at the same time, maybe, you know, since it is going to be like a, a like a less spread defense over like a, like because we got Julio in there. So he's going to take some attention away. Maybe in turn, since Henry can get an easier run path, his yardage might go up per reception while maybe his reception goes down. His yards might go up. Because if it's an easier pathway, you know, because before, like, yeah, you're right. I mean, that was, like, their weapon. So, but even despite that, he would still kind of run a little bit. But, I mean, come on. This is a professional defense. They have – they know who to go for. They're going to target Henry every play. So, now that maybe they're not going to target him as hardcore, he might get some easier uh, easier runs. Easier, but, easier yards. Yeah, but that that's like kind of a big if. I'm a, I'm kind of now now that you say that I agree, 
that yes they did use him a shitload and that's where like you know his yardage really came from it wasn't necessarily he was getting big yards every play so um yeah man shoot we're gonna we're gonna see what's uh what's in store for derrick henry but i mean i think i think he's gonna make top three uh again you think so year. i think he's gonna make top three again he'll probably be right there at three like he is this year uh or this past year but uh ah yeah man i mean me, I don't. I don't know. Who do you think? Who do you think could possibly? You know? I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say he's out of the top. He's. He'll. He'll be top ten. He's out of the top five for me. Dang! He can't even make top five. Bro, I just. I just don't see it. a different offensive coordinator. You got another. Another high caliber weapon that for for Ryan Tannehill to throw to. Um, you know, so that means a lot of these yards are gonna come easier for them. Their defense is not good. This year round, so they're gonna have to. Throw, I feel like they're gonna have to throw a whole lot more, and then just I'm not saying he's not gonna be like top notch, you know. Like he, he's still gonna get anywhere from fourteen to fifteen hundred yards, yes, for the year, but he's not gonna come close to his two thousand that he got last year. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's a fair point. You know. I mean, I don't want to underestimate Julio. I mean, you're right. You know, he's like a, a star just got traded to a team he is gonna want his uh his touches so all right well we're gonna we're gonna see derrick henry let's see what you do uh number four on our list kind of a big drop in points uh at 264 david montgomery david Montgomery. yeah man i ain't gonna lie man i feel like he's kind of fool's gold you know what i'm saying like Bro, perfect scenario. Man, he started slow. Huh? He had the perfect scenario play out for him last year. Yeah, like, it was like the last, what was it, the last games of the season was just like a real easy, uh, a real easy schedule. Well, I mean, mean, it's not only that, but I think Tariq Cohen got hurt in like week three or four, so he was out for the year. He had nobody behind him to compete. And so this dude was... Getting, he was getting, you know, the, the, they were handing him the ball. He was getting the ball like probably twice as much than he would have if Tariq had stayed healthy. Because I think he tore his like, uh, Achilles or something or ACL. So, and it's just like he just took off after week what, like week seven? He took off. Yeah. And so. I and just, didn't the uh, didn't the Bears pick up another running back or something like that? Yeah, they 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 signed Damian Williams, who was from the the Chiefs. Okay, he was like yeah. their he was like their number one last year, but I mean the year before, but last year he got uh, last year he opted out. He didn't want to play because of COVID. Ah, and so I know they they also drafted another running back. I just don't see him doing top five this year. Not not Montgomery. He oh really no, hell no, goals. no, yeah, no, hell no. I I agree. I mean, I think honestly, Williams is uh, more capable. Honestly, I feel. Well, so, I mean, Montgomery's going to be the starter. Don't get don't don't yeah. Well, you know, don't get that wrong. It's just like I mean, you remember that that his rookie. I had him his rookie year, and I was like expecting so much more, but it's just like you know, just couldn't get it out of him. 
Mm. Yeah, but I agree with you. Yeah, I don't think top five. I mean, maybe top ten, but that's it. I don't know. All right. Um, let me check it out. Let me check it out. Number five, I, I like this guy. I mean, honestly, Aaron Jones, okay. 258, uh, played 14 games. But, you know, even though he's below Montgomery, I feel like he should be, like, above uh, as far as his value. Um, I think it was just because, I mean, damn, they have – you got Aaron Rodgers, and he's, like, he loves passing. So, um, yeah. But I is that's Aaron like, going to play? Uh oh yeah honestly yeah dude that's what I was uh, mentioning earlier like I mean now it's like changing you know so I almost feel like I always feel like you know running backs are like that that fail state you know and if you know it's kind of like you can almost rely on them if you want to just like push it through a couple yards instead of trying to plan this you know pass play and run the risk of it getting intercepted or something. But uh, anyway, <clears throat> yeah, no, I, um, I, well, I think he is. I think he pretty much is like a fail safe, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love, whoever decides to play. Uh, yeah. I mean, the guy's proven himself over the years. I mean, he's. I think he's done enough to, uh, to where they recognize that he is a talent. Um, you know, of course, also barring injury. Um, I do see. Uh, I do see him staying in the top ten, not top five, because I, I really do think they're gonna they're gonna incorporate their uh, uh, what's his name, old boy, uh, the rookie or not the rookie, but the drafted last year, the MVS, uh, huh? MVS, the uh, Scanling? No, 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 no. That's a receiver. No, the the running back, the drafted, the guy who's dude has like freaking his claws look like tree trunks. <laughs> oh yeah, his name is escaping me. I'll have to look it up. No, it's just yeah, it's gone away from me too. But uh, I mean, he he wasn't a high draft pick, but I mean, dang, the guy can pound ground and pound with the ball, and so you know, just to probably, I guess, take some of the pressure off of Jordan Love. If that's what ends up happening, he if Jordan Love ends up playing. They'll they'll go to uh, you know they'll run both of them, um, or more, or they're their backup as well. With Aaron Jones, even though Aaron Jones, I mean, hey, he can catch the ball and he can he can do crazy things. He, can, he is he is a talented guy, but for me, I just don't see it happen again. I agree. So. I agree. Uh, yeah, man, it's going to be uh, some big changes over there. So <clears throat> a lot of question marks. Hey, but uh, hey, Rogers, like... uh, Rogers is out there playing golf with Tom Brady, though. <laughs> Hey man, he's trying to you know swing with the big dogs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like yeah, yeah, you know, I felt like Aaron Rodgers was always kind of had a, a chip on his shoulder against uh, against Brett Favre, and uh, and so always trying to like kind of prove himself. So he's trying to hang with the legend. You know what I mean? Um, let me see. So okay, next one, next one we got. At 252 points, that boy, Jay Taylor, Jonathan Taylor. God damn it. Here we go. Uh, and I know that Jay's excited about this one because uh, he put a, he yes. put a stock in this boy. He put yes, his chips on this guy's side. Yes, I so. did. Hey, even though I was, like, 
inches away from releasing him last year because <laughs> losing him, and I'm like, oh, dude, God, yes, he doing? started. Yeah, he started. They started slow on him, but then he just blew up. What was I don't know what week was that? Can you remember where he just started? I'll tell really... you right now. I think it was week eleven. He started to getting started to get some more carries because he was averaging like he got twenty six carries in week two. But after that, it was 13, 17, 12, 12, 11, 6, 7. And then when they when they played Green Bay, he got twenty two, and then uh, yeah, and then so I think he missed week twelve because he was he was uh, he was all banged up. Week thirteen. Against Houston, no, he got 13 carries, but then week 14 against uh, the Raiders, 20. And after that, bro, it was just like, bam, let's go. Boom. They're, they're, they were just giving him the ball, and he was pounding, pounding away with it. And I was like, see? I was like, what the hell? Like, I don't get this. I don't get these NFL teams sometimes. It's like, the guy is talented. It's like, he is, he is the truth out there in Indianapolis. Like, quit trying to, like, get all these other guys involved, and, you know, you're not helping your team any. So, yeah, I do definitely think that, uh, you know, maybe at first they, I don't know, like they, they were just kind of like, you know, testing the waters and maybe they didn't want to put too much investment because it's like he was a rookie last year, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe like, you know, they got some old school coaches or something that, you know, they've been working with their guys and they don't want to go all the way invested like that. But hey. <laughs> Well, the head coach is uh, is Frank Wright, and he was uh, he was he was an assistant under uh, what's his name out there, who was with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, a coach? Got, yeah, who got he got uh, he got fired like I don't know after week ten or eleven or something or twelve or thirteen or whatever because he was literally trying to lose a game. He wasn't putting his star players in there. Oh. Dude, holy shit! Yeah, I forget his name, but I, I yeah, I remember that. Yeah, hell yeah! And so, uh, you know, before last season, he was one of his assistants, and well, they used to, they used to have that running back by committee where they would have three or four they would play at all times. And mm-hmm. so that's what you know. Of course, he went. He now he gets hired. He got hired in Indianapolis. And he was probably trying the same thing, and I mean, it would work out sometimes, I guess. But you know, of course, once they actually let, left Jonathan Taylor in there. You start to find out, like, oh shit, this guy really is freaking good. Like, <laughs> and so what? What? What did help his case was Marlon Mack tore his yes, Achilles, getting injured. Yep. So at the beginning of the season, or before sort of the beginning of the season, and so I guess Marlon Mack is back. But I mean, like, if they mm. think that for one second Marlon Mack is better than Taylor, then no, they're. I mean, I, which I don't think so at this point. They got their guy. You know, they spent a high draft pick on this guy because the second round or first round, one of them. Yeah, they so round. they're gonna, so they're gonna do him like, uh, uh, who was it? Was it? Um, I know that maybe it might have been Herbert that did really well, but who's the quarterback that got like his lung punctured by that doctor? Oh so, yeah, Taylor. Um, yeah, and so now, like, even though it was like an inadvertent injury. Like they kind of realize that they want to go with Herbert, and <laughs> yeah, he got that sucks. Come on, no, but hey, we we said it earlier that you know, hey, they're gonna go with you know whoever they think is gonna be given the best chance to win. So, yeah, so I do <laughs> see I do see Taylor finishing as a top five this year, even though there are some skeptics out there. 
which, you know, majority of people are saying he's going to do it, but then there's some that are saying, wait, wait a minute. Like, you know, Marlon Mack is back. And I was like, but, I mean, they've learned the lesson, I think. They're going to they're gonna stick with this guy. This guy gives them the best chance to win. So, yeah, that's me. Top five right there. My man. All right. Jay Taylor going top five. Uh, honestly, I, yeah, okay. All right, yeah, I can give him top five. I think maybe, if anything, he'll probably, because he's uh, six, uh, number six this this time around, so. I yeah, think that's, I those, are, those, are, those are projections, like, you know, as far as, like, when you're drafting. Like, you know what I mean? Or no, 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 these are, the this is, last uh, year? yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry, my bad, my bad, okay. You're no, right. you're good, you're good. But, um. Yeah, so I could see him. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if he was made number four. I could see him totally doing that. But all right, then going on to number seven uh, from Jacksonville, James Robinson. Dude, this guy, man, honestly, I was trying to get him bad because he just jumped out the gate doing good. I think he kind of like trailed off a little bit his production at the end, but. Uh, dude, yeah, at the beginning he was like getting crazy targets, crazy yards. And what do you think this year? Um, let me see. Well, let's see. He, uh, I think honestly, I, he might do like something similar. I don't know. Did they draft anybody? Yep. What did they do? Another running back? Yep. In the first round, uh, Travis Entian, that running back. Oh no. That's that's what uh, oh, that's what uh, no. what's the wants out there. So uh, no, nah, my he's not even top ten in my book. I mean, I'm sure he's still going to be productive to some extent, but not for me. Man. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. If they if they drafted a running back, then I mean, he would be lucky to get like I don't know fifty, like sixty, forty, or uh. But yeah, so because like he was just just enough right there because of his carries that he was getting good points. But like if now if we bring that down to like you know I don't know like ten or to twelve a game, I feel like yeah that's really gonna affect his uh his yardage and therefore his points and I, yeah. I, think, I think he'll still be effective as maybe a an RB three, <laughs> but as far as you know being top ten. No, that's just not for me, man. righty. Well, let's see. Uh, next on number eight, another another one of Jay's boys uh, from his hometown, uh, from the LV. You know what I'm saying? 231 points. Uh, Josh Jacobs. What did you think about Josh Jacobs? Like, did he have some injuries, right? Uh, well, last year it was like so up and down. They, I think, more Gruden, like not playing him as effectively after, let's say, you know, or consistently. Because you look at his stats, like you look at week, uh, week seven, ten carries, like that's it. Then you go to week eight, thirty-one carries. Then week nine, oh. fourteen carries. Go a little bit down the yeah, week 12, seven carries. Like, it's just – and I think, if you know, he's he's a good running back. He's able to, to get the job done. I just think – I'm starting to believe that John Gruden is so caught up 
in, in the in the ways of you know coaching football back in like the late nineties to the early two thousands to where he just doesn't want to adjust and literally the way the way I guess his talent is his eye for talent is not maybe what it really you know says it is. Dang it, Jay. Whoa. I mean, look, 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 this boy approached it. He approached it so slow. He approached it so slow because he knew what he was saying. Yeah, but you have to you have to you have to look at it, but look at their team this year. Okay. Instead of going out for a wide receiver, <laughs> they don't. They they release two wide receivers and then they go sign Kenyon Drake to back up uh Josh Jacobs. I saw yes. that, dude. I saw that. They don't even work on the offensive line. <laughs> they don't, they don't go after any any kind of defensive players really that that, that are that are really talented. And it's like Gruden. Uh, Gruden has total control of the team. And it's like, what are you doing, Gruden? Like, what are you really doing? You're not, you're not helping your team out any, man. It's like, I mean, Kenyon Drake, for why, though? I don't get it. Uh, honestly, yeah. I, whenever I had saw that, um, it was a little bit puzzling to me. But, I mean, yeah, I think that kind of brings him down to, like, a lower, like, RB2 as far as, like, what he's going to be doing. But, uh, damn, man, I know. I agree with you. I feel like all the owners of Josh Jacobs were never really, like, comfortable, uh, you know, having him week to week, like, not knowing. Um, Like, I don't even – for me, I guess he's borderline (laughs) – borderline top ten. I mean, I I don't yeah. want to say. I think he's going to kind of stay uh, around this, around. You're gonna he's going to stay around that area because he was number eight this time. Yeah, I just I don't I don't want to say no because of how much, how talented he is, but I don't want to say yeah because of who his head coach is turning out to be. Uh huh. Okay. You know? Yeah, we'll see what uh, old Gruden can do, man. I mean, maybe uh, maybe he is getting past his prime. You know, um, okay. So now we went from Jay's boy to now we're talking about Jay's boys. We're talking about Dallas. We're talking about Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. Now, man, honestly, this is the part I wanted to get to. I wanted to hear what you got to say about Elliott's performance last year. Even though, damn, he just made number nine. Like that. Whenever you say that, you know, he was top ten. It kind of was like, oh, okay, yeah. But just for some reason, I don't know. Do you feel like it was a little bit lackluster? Well, you know, I just, um, you know, you don't, you know, when you see that guy, that guy or that boss at work, or, or you know, whoever, wherever it is, they're 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 flourishing. You know, they're 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 talented. They're you know, they're they're not want to say true colors, but they're you know they're uh, you know just how bright they are, how smart they are, how effective they are. Everything is showing. Everything's going good for him. You're like, wow, man, this guy's really, you know, he's really good. He's really, you know, he has he has a great team around him, great players around him, or great whoever around him. But then that other half of them fades away or falls out or leaves them or quits or, you know, whatever the case might be. And then they start, you start to see the, start to see them kind of, Losing their value, you start to see how they're really not. They might, or they really might not be as good as they really 
best people say they are. But if you get that other piece back in there for them, they'll bring themselves back up. You know, it's like they need that other piece. They need that other person to flourish. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's what Zeke is. It's like everybody always thought that it was Dak who needed Zeke. Well, I think last year proved it's Zeke who needs Dak. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. uh, <clears throat> it, was, it was looking kind of like an old man last year also, the way he was running. Maybe hey, just catching up with him. But they're saying this year he's like in the best shape of his life, which I could have sworn I heard in the past two or three years about him. But <laughs> I'm, I'm being for real. I swear to God. I, everywhere, I swear to God, it's like, I, I was like, haven't I heard this before about him? Like, isn't that what they used to say last year, year before? But that's what they're saying. So he's like, I'm, yeah, bro. And I got better every year. So I had to say it again. Yeah. You know, so I'm just like, well, Dak's there. Top five. Oh, oh, okay. Hell yeah. All right. Honestly, and I was going to say that. I was like, I feel like if anything, this is going to be his year to like come back. And I don't even, I don't want to sound like, you know, that because, you know, they have to say, oh, okay, next year. Oh, okay, next year. But I do have confidence that he's definitely going to move up in the ranks. Um, and he doesn't, he doesn't have that much wear on tearing him because, I mean, if you, if you think about it, before last year, the previous two years, it was like, okay, he missed, I think it was like the last whatever games because of, uh, or or something, whatever. Remember whatever happened when everyone in that St. Patrick's Day stuff where he was like pulling that chick shirt up or, and then he got in trouble with that guy or because that uh, guy was in Vegas trying to take pictures of him, but he told him no. And then the guy kind of like flopped and everybody's making a big deal about it, saying, oh, Zeke hurt him, Zeke hit him, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I know he missed games from those two seasons, I believe, if not one. So, I mean, he wasn't, and then he wasn't, he's not, he doesn't have that much wear and tear, but also, you know, if he fixes his fumbles, I mean, last year was horrible, man. Like, I still remember one game where he, he goes against the Cardinals, he fumbled like three times. Dude, yeah. I was like, damn, was, I think that was the one where, like, he was, like, hitting himself on the helmet, like, because, Damn, I don't know. That, that was weird. Like, I was like, what is going on with Z, you know? But, yeah, I agree with you, man. I think he's going to have some rejuvenation this next year. Uh, I'm excited to see what's up. So, going on, number 10, my boy. You know what I'm saying? And this fool, Jay, kept trying to downplay him. And, honestly, you know what? With uh, the other running back on the team, I agree that I, it was like I was co- not confident at his production sometimes. But uh, my boy Kareem Hunt from the mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns just made number 10, baby. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, whenever it was uh, the standard one, uh, Nick Chubb was uh, ahead of Kareem Hunt. <clears throat> yeah, Nick, Nick Chubb's more like the ground and pound, and Kareem Hunt's the one who's going to catch those, those balls out of the backfield. Yeah, and then you know, um, another thing I like is six, played all sixteen games. So, then that's probably what that that is, well that's not probably that is what helped him where to where he's at because that, uh, Nick Chubb missed like what five or six games last year. Uh, uh yeah, dude, he missed four because of his knee. He had he yeah. had, a, had a knee injury, so. That's what, I mean, if it probably wasn't for that, then he probably, I mean, I know he didn't do as well as people thought he was going to do when Chubb was out, but that's 
more likely what elevated him into this top, what is it, 10, right? Number 10? Yes, number 10, number 10. Number 10? Okay. So, um, uh, I mean, I don't know. For me, he's a RB3, maybe, RB2. So, um, Damn. I'm reluctant to say he's not going to be in my top 10 next year. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we can work with that. We can work with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll be real, dude. I mean, I think Nick Chubb, like, on the times that he did have, like, good uh, drives, I mean, he showed that he, he can still, like, go full force. Like, uh, even though he had the injury with what, like, was it both his knees, you told me, right? Something like that. Well, Chubb, oh, my God, man. That that dude's like, he, yeah, he's literally torn up both his knees when he was in uh... – he was in college, I believe. It was both yeah. knees. Like, and, yeah, so, he came back. Got some, yeah, yeah. And, that's, and so I think that's what he showed that, like, you know, maybe the game script just really wasn't in his favor. But there were some times where he, he showed that he could just, you know, keep running, like, kind of, I mean, in his prime. Because I think he was going, like, the fastest that anybody had uh, ran in a drive. Uh, oh, yeah, year. yeah. He did Chubb? You talking Chubb? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you this. If Chubb gets hurt, Kareem Hunt's going to make top 10. If Chubb stays healthy, Kareem Hunt won't. Oh, okay. So now and we're then, doing it like that. And since, there, since, we got, <laughs> since we got them back to back, we might as well talk about both of them. I mean, that would be crazy for Chubb and Hunt to both make top 10. It's, no, it's been done before. It's been, uh, I believe it was whenever... Uh, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram was with the Saints, and it was uh, it was Kamara's rookie year. They were both top ten running backs. Oh, that's wow! Shit. And so <laughs> we'll, we'll go in that. We'll leave. I get Chubb's the next one on the list, right? Yeah, Chubb's the next one on the list. Okay, so well, I mean, we're already talking about him. So um, yeah, I'll say Chubb stays healthy. Top five. Oh boy, y'all heard it here, folks. He's putting putting the chips in, baby. We're putting the stock in. I agree, dude. Uh, yeah, his his production is good. So, uh, we're going on down the list. Okay, dude, this guy. I took a chance on him. You did. You know what I'm saying? Huh? You said, yeah, you did. You did. You don't even know who I'm gonna say. Oh, I know who you're gonna say. <laughs> and Jay. Week after week was like, next week, he ain't going to do that. Next week, he ain't going to do that. <laughs> Damn. And then week after week, this boy, there was a couple games there where, <clears throat> you know, it did. I think it finally did trail off. But, uh, man, yeah. Well, that was, now, in my defense, hold on. The only reason I was saying that is because every week they're like, McCaffrey could play next week. McCaffrey could play this week. McCaffrey was like, and then he would never play. I'm like, what the fuck, man? That's why I was always like, no, he's not going to do that. I was like, God damn, dude. Like, <laughs> like fucking head coach of the Panthers over here is playing mind games with everybody who plays fantasy football. It's like, dude, stop, bro. Like, fuck, just say he's not going to play. <laughs> they got to use strategy, bro. I guess whatever works, I guess. But no, I mean, yeah, look, hey, Mike Davis, he did it. Yeah. He did it. He did it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's number twelve, made the top fifteen. I would, I of course, you know, running back, I would like him to make the top ten. But you know, he did his thing in the absence of Christian McCaffrey. You know, I, uh, I gotta say, I don't really know 
like as far as next year, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely don't think I'll put as much stock into him. Well, he but... is with the he's he's with the Falcons. Oh, he went to the Falcons. The Falcons signed him, but I just don't see him taking on a full mm. workload. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Cause he isn't he a little bit older. He, he's yeah, he's a, God man. I think he's in like his like twelfth or thirteenth year, and I mean he's a big dude. He's a short, stocky big dude. Yeah, but I just don't see him being able to like handle a whole year of uh, you know of a pounding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he. Uh, I think he is definitely a, a really good complimentary like uh, running back. Yes. Um, yes. So I mean, he made he made twelve, um, and that's you know I, I, a lot because McCaffrey was out. So I think maybe he could still squeak in number fifteen. But I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying he's not yeah. top ten for me. So I don't know. You you uh, you saying what now? He's he's not top ten for me. Oh yeah, no, I agree with that for sure. Not top ten. So yeah, I mean he's going to be somewhere out there, maybe like fifth to maybe even 20, man. Like, yeah, I think that we got to wait and see, you know, what the Falcons are going to do. So, yeah, moving on to number 13, Antonio Gibson, the rookie, right? Rookie? Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> For Washington, came out with 202 points. <clears throat> Missed two games, but, you know, ain't nothing crazy. Yeah, dude. I mean, he was somebody that, uh, like, like I think you could, if you were smart, you could just like pick him up on the waiver wire, and like he paid off like pretty, pretty good. Oh, in the league. Um, now I know in our in every league I was in, he got drafted. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Well, and actually, in our league, he got sniped because, God damn it, I knew I should have stopped talking to my brother at that time about like what I was gonna do. But I kept bringing this guy up, and I'm like, he's going to be good. He's going to be good. He's going to be good. And this motherfucker swiped him for me in, like, the seventh or eighth round. I was like, you motherfucker. Like, God damn it, dude. But <laughs> um, the Redskins don't have anybody else out there really to compete with him, except for McKissick. Um, and there was a lot of hype with this guy going, going into last year. And I can see the hype going into this year as well. Um, I'm saying he's top five, buddy. Whoa, really? Top five. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So so at this point, your top five is Kamara, Gibson, um Ah, dang it. Who who would you say? Well, um, I, I have one if. I have one if. I have I have Kamara, Cook, Taylor, and Zeke. And then I have Chubb who's iffy, who could go either top five or top ten, depending on if he gets uh um injured. But then I have Gibson, so I mean you could you could say that Gibson is either going to be top five or ten for me, depending on what how Chubb what happens with Chubb. Okay. But I mean I could definitely see, you know Gibson in there, and you know who knows maybe somebody else might get hurt or, but he's going to be good, man. He's going to be real good. Okay. Damn. So where does McCaffrey lie with you and all this? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna do bad. He's gonna do real bad. <laughs> this boy no. Jay. No, because I'm saying that because uh, somebody's sitting behind me with the number one pick uh, in the draft. Yo, uh, 
Oh, no. Oh, no. And so I, I told her, I was doing every motherfucking mock draft I do. You're picking McCaffrey, number one. What in the fuck? Well, I'm, I'm trying to downplay him as much as I can, so <laughs> I'm trying to convince her to pick somebody else, not McCaffrey with that first pick. He said that his uh, his knee's aching. Like, queen, queen, I'm trying. I'm trying to mislead her in the wrong direction <laughs> with that first Too pick. Late. <laughs> Too late, bro. She already took the note down, man. <laughs> I don't trust me. I know she's listening to. She listens to the. She hears the podcast that I listen to. And, like you know, I know she's paying attention somewhat. Shoot, but, maybe more than you think. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, you're right. I, my opinion, <clears throat> honestly, I mean, whenever you put it like that, then, uh, yeah, I don't think I have any problems with him being, like, probably, like, seven or, like, six, seven. But top five, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either. So, all right, uh, see, going on number 14, we're almost there. We got Melvin Gordon. That, Melvin Gordon, that surprises me. I felt like he was quiet last year. Remember, remember, you have, you have, there's two running backs that we still haven't talked about who were literally drafted top two or three, but didn't play because they got hurt. Yeah. And not to mention some of the other running backs that did get hurt last year. So that's why he's in this top 15. Uh, so I think okay. it's safe to say that Gordon's not going to be in the top 15 this coming year. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and because, then, man, he was quiet. Then number fifteen, who who is it? Hines. Yeah, it's Hines. Yeah, no, I mean, come on. I mean, let's be real here. I mean, I don't want I don't want to give everybody my secrets and all that, but Hines is not going to be top fifteen next year. I'm sorry, he's not going to be top twenty, not top thirty, probably. Yeah, I so, mean, honestly, uh, as as far as the uh, as Melvin Gordon's concerned, I, yeah, I think he's going to drop off. And uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, so there's there's three running backs. We got to talk about, okay? okay, because I know, like I said, two were injured, and one was started off bad, but did but did well towards the end, but still have you have to worry about him with injury. Okay, numero. Wait, wait, wait. Are, are you? I knew who. I know who you're gonna bring up because I know who you put stock in. I know who is oh. it. Chris Carson? No, 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 not at all. No, not Chris Carson. No. Okay, Ronald no, Jones. He'll he'll be good, but I don't think he's gonna be top ten. He'll he'll be top fifteen maybe, but no, not him. Um, Ooh, well, don't talk about the guy who was injured. We can talk about him, uh, DeAndre Swift. Oh, okay. No, yeah, you're right, Lion. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like I didn't realize he was. It was injury. I didn't realize. Well, that. the thing was, he had a problem. I believe in college he had he had had a few concussions. And well, oh, okay. last year, I think he had like one really, really bad concussion to where they kept him out one, two, three, three games. And so that's one thing that you have to worry about. Dude. These players, you know, they keep having concussions. This team's going to hold them out even longer the next time. Six weeks, 10 weeks or the year. There's, I mean, Brandon Cooks, I remember when he had a concussion two years ago, he'd had, he'd had seven concussions before then, before that point. Jesus. Yeah, so he had one. He had that one about week four or five. He didn't play again that year. Like they held him out. They said, "No, nah, we're not going to take the. No, you're not going to die on our watch." And so, yeah, for uh, real. 
And so I know his first his first four games were bad. Swift. Like, it was bad. I mean, he was that one that dropped that wide open touchdown, so they're going to win the game against, uh, I think it was Green Bay or something, Chicago, one of them. Mm-hmm. But then he started, he started to come alive from week six through 10. And then, uh, of course, he gets hurt, doesn't play week 11, 12, 13. And then week 14 was pretty good. 15, 16, 17, he did pretty, he did, he did well. But it's just like, okay, think about the Lions. They don't have Stafford anymore. They don't have Kenny Galladay anymore. They don't even have Marvin Jones anymore. They have Goff as their quarterback. So they don't have all these weapons, all these, they say wide receivers. They have uh, Brashad Perryman, which he did well two years ago, like the last three or four games. Um, they have TJ Hawkinson, their tight end, which, you know, they're going to rely on him a lot, a whole lot. And, uh, and then also DeAndre Swift. But is it like really, really, you know, how much is somebody going to invest in a running back at that who's already has, already has issues with concussions? And, you know, they don't have a lot of weapons, so teams are going to be gutting to stop this guy. You there? Oh, yeah, my bad, dude. Uh, <laughs> I was like, damn it. So somebody called me. Yeah, somebody called me. <clears throat> okay. So go ahead. But did you oh did you hear what I just I was saying about Swift? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh of golf golf and the the, the missing white. No receivers. weapons and then yeah, they have Hawkinson, but also these teams are gonna be gunning to stop Swift. Then then the I mean for me I mean, sure, he could be top ten, I guess. But making him top five. I just don't. It's not. I don't think it's possible with the guy, even though he's talented. Okay. Huh. Honestly, you know, I, I really don't know what. Uh, I I completely have forgot about him, but uh, I do remember last year now that he was one of those rookies that was like really promising, like as far as drafts. Um. So, yeah, man. I guess you know I'll, I'll take your lead on that one. Um. You know, I think maybe, you know, he's going to get a little bit better production. Like, definitely, maybe top 15. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you, you know, if he, if he was a slip to, like, let's say, fifth, sixth, seventh round, then sure, hell yeah. You know, take a chance on the guy, you know, at that. But drafting him to go in the top two, even top three rounds, I would not touch him at all. Yeah, I agree. You know, so next up, I'm going to regret regret talking about this guy right now, but here we go. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, okay. Cover your ears. (laughs) You can't hear me, lady. Um, I mean, what can I say? Christian McCaffrey. What is this? Is this, this is it going to be like uh, when Brock Lesnar returned uh, to USC or? Um, either that or, is it, or when Brock Lesnar returns to WWE. Oh, nice. Know, gets that title right away, you know, right off the top. You know, he's that good. I mean, I really can't say the bad about the guy. You know, they did draft a running back in the, in, you know, in the draft, but. I just, it's, I mean, it's Christian McCaffrey, you know, 
Like, in, in, last year. in both their primes, who would you rather have, McCaffrey or Kamara? God damn you! Like it's it's on you right now. For some for some reason, you it's on your your pick, and McCaffrey and Kamara are available. Um. Fuck, man. Um. I'm gonna say. Man, I don't know. I'm taking Camara. That was my diamond in the rough in his rookie year. <laughs> you got loyalty to him, huh? So you got a little bit of loyalty to him. <laughs> I do. I kind of do, man. I really do. I'm... And there it is, folks. It's the number one pick <laughs> in the draft. Queen of Queens is taken. Christian McCaffrey. Nice. Heard it here first. <laughs> Breaking. Um, but McCaffrey. I mean, they say they're not going to use him as much, but do, do we really believe that? I mean, I I agree. I mean, dude, people are going to want to see it, see him. I'm pretty sure he's going to want to go off. You know, he 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 knows how he used to perform, and I believe he's confident in his his health now. So. He doesn't have a different quarterback. <clears throat> uh, who did they end up getting? They traded for Sam Darnold. Dude, what? <clears throat> they traded uh, Teddy Bridgewater to uh, Denver. Well, honestly, uh, I don't mind the Bridgewater to Denver. And I don't know, maybe I don't mind Sam Darnold uh, to the Panthers because I think that the Jets, like, maybe they just, like, if you're there, they just make you seem like you're bad. Well, I mean, consider who their, remember, consider who their uh, head coach had been the last two, three years. Yeah, Gacy. Gacy, I mean, that kind of makes every player that much more worse. Like, huh. you know, he doesn't, he doesn't concentrate on their talent, their strengths, nothing. Like, literally, his track record with players who have played for him and do real shitty one year, and then the next year play for another coach where they're just like, they're literally breaking out. No, it's like, you know, it's quite evident that the guy can't coach or doesn't know how to utilize his talent, you know, his, his, his players, you know. So I can see, I mean, Sam Darnold was a highly touted uh, quarterback coming out of USC in the, when he was drafted, what, four years ago, I believe it was, three, four years ago? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I think it's definitely like a little something there, maybe like a little spark or a little uh, little flash. Maybe it can turn into something, you know. Yep. Maybe they can get some chemistry going. <clears throat> so, I mean, I just, I mean, I just, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's pretty clear McCaffrey's going to be, you know, top five. Um, so the, the list could change for me, but you know, I guess, it, I guess we call these possibilities of making top five or top ten in our eyes. And so, um, I guess this last running back that we talk about. When it comes to the RBs, that position is Mr. Saquon Barkley. Damn it, boy. Honestly, man, dude, like, I just don't know. How many times can you get career-ending injuries and then, like, 
you know, you're like, okay, maybe maybe we need to not put as much chips in them. Because this is going to be the third year, Jay. Third year? No, it's the second. That he was hurt? He was uh, well, no, no, no. Well, okay, yeah. I, I meant, like, not to assume that he's going to get injured, but, like, if he oh. were, you know, if, if it were to be a similar thing, this would be the third year. Um, right. Well, I do, I do know what helps him. But they, they did sign uh, Kenny Galladay. Um, oh, okay. All right. They did draft, uh, I think his name is... Uh, uh, to- Tony, uh, K or such as K or D or whatever. Uh, what the hell is that? Oh, anyways, Cadavius Tony, they did another wide receiver they drafted, or a wide receiver they did draft. Um, their offensive line is, uh, they've worked on that. They, they drafted another one, signed another guy. Um, I just think if there's if there's ever gonna he's gonna start out slow, I'll tell you that. So you know he'll start out slow, because uh, that's of course what the coaches wants. But I think this is his year. Just trying to change my mind. No, you there, Drew? Great. <laughs> Fucking great. You're going to draft. I know, Juan Barkley. You're going to draft Zeke. Zeke. Okay, goddammit. <laughs> Drew! He's you. <laughs> I think he did, right? But uh, yeah, so uh, maybe I lost Drew. Uh, right? Yeah, could you hear me or what? Yeah, I was uh, I was talking, but I guess you couldn't hear me. My uh, my my headphones ended up dying, so I thought that you. I, don't know, I guess whenever they disconnected it, messed it up. But I'm back. Well, I heard a, I heard a busy tone. Oh really? And then, yeah, and I was like, well, I was like, what? I was like, that was weird. <laughs> I was like, all right. And then I kept talking and all of a sudden it's like I didn't hear you and I was like, All right, well shit. I had to I had to send you to, to my secretary real quick. You know, I had to uh, put the busy tone on it. Uh nah, but yeah, I heard what you were saying. Um and honestly I feel like yeah, I feel like it's gonna be one of those kind of like that cliche, you know, those scenes in the movies where the guy, you know, was injured or he needs to come back and he's like working at hardcore and now it's like time to shine the culmination of all your hard work and the return so I mean I, I, the, the guy is a violent runner I mean the cuts he makes you know hitting guys you know head on the jukes uh, which they have to depend on him that much you know because they didn't have anybody you know to yeah. think about it but I think this year with this, I mean, I'm not saying Kenny Galladay is like an all-star, always going to be a top five wide receiver. You know, it's a spoiler right there for the, for the wide receiver talk, probably. But um, I just, I just feel with these weapons and Daniel Jones, maybe hopefully getting his shit together. Um, that 
you know, this is this is the year Saquon gets back on top, like he was in year one, part of year two. I mean, I should I still remember him from his rookie year. I had him. That motherfucker went off like crazy. Yeah. So, but I could also see him slipping in the draft. I because see. I, I could see that for sure. So it's like, who's going to take a chance on him? But we still, let me see. Before we get into the wide receivers, you want to take a break, man? Uh, I mean, it, it, Cause yeah, I need, if you want to. Yeah, because I, I need to take a piss and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Okay, so uh, what I'll do is, uh, okay, we'll end this. We'll end this little podcast, short podcast right here. I'll attach it to the running backs later. But then I'll go ahead and um, I'll send you uh, I'll send you the invite here in about five minutes, okay? All right, sounds good. All right, folks, we'll, come and knock. we'll be coming back to you with the wide receivers. I paid my dues Time after time I've done my sentence But committed no crime And bad mistakes I've made a few I've had my Thank you all, but it's been no bed of roses. 